I made many decisions and many trade-offs to build the MVP because I was alone. I didn't have the resources to build something scalable, and I wanted to build something that can show the value and to explain the world why Firefly is the, the solution that can solve the cloud complexity. I, I am a Kubernetes guy, and I believe in Kubernetes, but I used Lambda function because it couldn't invest time on DevOps operations. And that was good enough, but of course, that after the seed round, we needed uh, to refactor and to change this to Kubernetes. I'm Sefi Giannis, CTO and co-founder of Firefly. This is Code Story, a podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries. Spent six months moonlighting. There's nothing at the backhand. Who share what it takes to change an industry. I don't exactly know what to do next. took many goes to get right. Who built the teams that have their back. The company is its people. The teams help each other achieve. Most proud of her team. Keeping scalability top of mind. All that infrastructure was a Yes, we've been fighting it as we grow. Total waste of time. The stories you don't read in the headlines. It's not an easy thing to achieve, Mike. Took it off the shelf and dusted it off and tried it again. To ride the ups and downs of the startup life. You need to really it's want it, not just about technology. All this and more on Code Story. I'm your host, Noah Labpart, and today, how Sefi Jennies built the best way for you to manage your cloud using infrastructure as code at scale. Sefi Jennies lives in Tel Aviv and started in with technology early on in his life, maintaining the school website when he was younger. He served in the Israeli military, specifically in the cybersecurity unit, followed by working at some interesting and successful startups. Outside of tech, he loves to travel, ninja warrior, and scuba diving. One of his favorite places to dive was Thailand, which I've added to the list for my family. Sefi understood all things related to infrastructure as code, or IAC. Once he was introduced to his co-founders, they set out to build a solution that helped platform and DevOps teams manage their entire cloud footprint and do so at scale. This is the creation story of Firefly. Firefly is a cloud asset management solution that is powered by infrastructure as code. We scan the entire cloud footprint and we analyze the infrastructure as code Using that, we find the disparity between the cloud and the IAC. The solution used for DevOps and SRE leaders to govern the cloud and reduce their complexity. And we brought many capabilities that can help them do this. For example, using Firefly, you can generate Terraform code automatically with models. And after that, you can continuously monitor Drift. Drift is the disparity between the cloud and the IAC. And our Drift detection also contain context that means who made it, when, how. We can also fix drifts. You can also track changes in the cloud. Doesn't matter if somebody changed the resource manually or changed it through the CI CD. And four, Firefly adapted OPA, Open Policy Agent. Great open source tool for a policy enforcement solution. And we created pre-made rules for FinOps, SecOps, and vulnerability. Using that, we help DevOps teams to enhance the security, to help with a FinOps stuff. It's really powerful and useful. I used to work with cloud complexity and I uh, worked with companies that used to work with cloud complexity. 
and I understood the pains related to IAC. And I talked with Zohar Alon, my TO, former CEO at Domain Security, about my research, and he made introduction between me and Idon Neiman, my CEO in Firefly. Together, we decided to build the company together, and we started to talk with design partners and potential customers, and one of them was the VP of infrastructure at Aqua Security, Eran Bibi. He understood the problem that we solved, and he found Firefly as something very big. That's why he decided to leave Aqua and to join Firefly as the third co-founder. And since then, we are Firefly, and we are here to solve the cloud complexity. Let's dive into the MVP, so that first product you built. How long did it take to build, and what sort of tools did you use to bring it to life? It took me around two months to build the first MVP. The first MVP fetches a few types of resources in AWS, and I also built a mechanism that can generate Terraform code and detect drifts. It was really minimal because it couldn't, uh, I didn't have the resources to fetch the entire cloud footprint like we do today. The MVP helped us to raise the seed round so we could show the world the value and how big is the problem and challenges that Firefly solved. Okay, with any MVP, you have to make certain decisions and trade-offs around feature cut, tech depth, things like that. And, and I could extract a few from the stories you've told already, but dive into that for me about some of the decisions and trade-offs you had to make in building that MVP. And I'm, I'm curious how you coped with those decisions. I made many decisions and many trade-offs to build the MVP because I was alone. I didn't, I didn't have the resources to build something scalable. And I wanted to build something to, that can show the value and to explain the world why Firefly is the, the solution that can solve the cloud complexity. And I'll give you some examples for trade-offs. I, I am a Kubernetes guy and I believe in Kubernetes, but I used Lambda function because it couldn't invest time on DevOps operations. And that was good enough, but of course that after the seed round, we needed uh, to refactor and to change this to Kubernetes. One thing is the front-end library. I bought a front-end library that helped me to deliver features very quickly, but it was not tuned, way, tuned well. And after the seed, we refactor and we recreate the front-end again. Okay, so from that point, you've got your MVP, right? How did you progress the product from there and mature it? And I think what I'm curious about there, and to wrap that in a box a little bit, how did you go about building your roadmap? And how did you decide, okay, this is the next most important thing to build with Firefly? While building the MVP, as I mentioned, it was alone. And um, we added the run as the co-founder and CPO that uh, he is basically the guy who uh, built the roadmap, etc. And I can tell you that I'm a technology guy. I know how to research technology, but I'm not a product manager. And Firefly today looks a bit different than the MVP that I, talk, I told you about it. I can say that uh, right now we changed the architecture, we changed the product, and the product, uh, we have many customers that use Firefly in high scale. Customers with hundreds of AWS accounts, and we bring a lot of value to, the, to those folks. I can tell you that we crack many issues related to the cloud complexity, and we continue to do it. 
Well, let's switch to team then. So how did you go about building your team? And what did you look for in those people to indicate that they were the winning horses to join you? Before hiring my VP of engineering, I was de facto the engineering leader, and I built the first team. And I, lo- I looked for people, for hustlers, for people that can crack any challenge they face with. And we face with many challenges. I'll give you some examples. One is that the fetching resources from the cloud from AWS is very difficult in high scale. And you need to build mechanism to crack the limits. And our team broke all of this and built a great solution, scalable solution. Second is related to a filterable and searchable inventory. Building it is so difficult and our team is the right team in the right place. And that's exactly what I looked for. Look for hustlers and people that can, they can crack any challenge that they face with. In the last one year, I made a role transition. So I'm no, not longer the VP of engineering and I'm a customer facing CTO, field CTO. But I can tell you that I see that our engineering team, they do a great job. So the VP engineering is doing an amazing job with them and build something great. And we continue to grow. I, I'm working with the customers and we uh, get more and more and more customers and we always need to prioritize the backlog. And the great engineering team, they, they do everything. They, they are the best. Okay, let's flip to scalability then. Did you build this to scale efficiently from day one, from that MVP phase, or are you fighting this as you grow and gain traction? I'll separate this for two different aspects. If I'm talking about the technology, as I mentioned, the MVP was not built for scale. It helped us to raise the seed. It was really good to show the value, but after the seed round, we needed to refactor and to rebuild the architecture. It was good enough uh, then. But if I'm talking about the team, so the team definitely was built for scale. And we changed a bit the focus because while establishing the company, we were focused on velocity. We, we created features very quickly. But now we are focused on quality because it's really important to bring features with high quality. And the team, as I mentioned, is the right team in the right place and I'm proud of them. So... As you step out on the balcony and you look across all that you've built, what are you most proud of? And I, I'm, I'm curious if the last two questions are going to lead you to what you're most proud of. I'm proud of many things. The great team that we built here, cracking the product market fit. That's really awesome. And I think that the, the source of pride for me is that I wake up every day and see the value that we bring to our customers. And it's huge. Okay, well, let's flip the script a little bit then. So tell me about a mistake you made and how you and your team responded to it. I had many mistakes, but I'll mention something specifically. As I mentioned, I made a job transition. and I am a more um, customer-facing CPO, but I should do this transition earlier. It took me time to release but we hired great engineers, great architects. And uh, I think that Firefly needs me in the field, needs me to show the world the value of this product and to be focused with customers. And that's my main focus today. But uh, my mistake is, is that uh, I should do it before. 
I'm curious, what does the future look like for the product and for your team? The future will be amazing. I promise you this. I can see that uh, we continue to hire more people to get more customers without exposing uh, the backlog. I must say that if now we solve the cloud complexity, so we will correct the cloud complexity from a few different angles. And I'm sure that our customers will love the new capabilities that we will release soon. And I think that we should wait uh, for that. Let's switch to you, Sefi. Who influences the way that you work? You know, Name someone or many someones or something that you look up to and why. Two people that influenced me the most is my wife and my mom. My wife was with me in this journey and establishing a company is like a roller coaster. And of course, that in this roller coaster, you sometimes have bad times and she didn't give up and she is with me. She is the best. And the second one is my mom that she got pancreatic cancer four years ago. And she teaches teaches me every day that I should fight and I should uh, make my uh, dreams come true and should continue with the full power. And she's amazing. She's a source of power, definitely. So, okay, we talked about a mistake, but a little bit different spin. If you could go back to the beginning, what would you do different? Or where would you consider taking a different approach? You know, it doesn't have to be a mistake. It could have been something that worked, but, but maybe you tweak it a little bit. I know that it sounds cliche, but I wouldn't change anything. That's part of the journey, in my opinion. I made many mistakes. I got great decisions, but without uh, this, Firefly would not exist uh, like it, it is today. So I would really, I wouldn't change anything. Okay, Sefi, last question. So you're getting on a plane and you're sitting next to a young entrepreneur who's built the next big thing. They're jazzed about it. They can't wait to show it off to the world. They can't wait to show it off to you right there on the plane. What advice do you give that person, having gone down this road a bit? I meet many entrepreneurs and I have a few advice, advices for them. First, you should read the mom test book because asking questions without bias is is the key and it's one it's really important for you to understand the pains of your prospects and i'll give you some examples if now i'm telling you about my idea and then asking you do you love it so it's not a good question but i should ask you questions without bias like how often when was the last time you did it etc yes the mom test has been recommended many times on this show Second, establishing a company, co-founding team is like a marriage and you need to know who you get married with. And that's, in my opinion, the most important decision to take. And uh, the team is is the most important part of the company. Third, I talk with many entrepreneurs and you should understand why you do this. Establishing a company is complex difficult. So you need to understand that you decide uh, from the right reasons. Unfortunately, not all entrepreneurs establishing companies from the right uh, from the right reasons. All great pieces of advice. Well, Sefi, thank you for being on the show today, and thank you for telling the creation story of Firefly. Thank you very much for having me. And this concludes another chapter of Code Story. Code Story is hosted and produced by Noah Laphart. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcasting app of your choice. And when you get a chance, leave us a review. Both things help us out tremendously. And thanks again for listening.